Welcome back to the Healing Place podcast. In today's part three of our parenting series, we're talking about how to have good relationships with your adult children. And the investments you make as you go along will pay major dividends when they are older. We don't want the situation where when they turn 18, they say, I'm out of here and never want to come back. We want to develop friendships that will last literally a lifetime. And so we talk about that. Spoonie and Glenn and I share as Ross listens in with his small kids about how we parent our adult children. Um, the, the thing that we've said over and over and over is to avoid being a friend when they're teenagers, be a parent. But when they're adults, you want to avoid being the parent and try to be a friend. And so we share those experiences and just get ready. I get a little tearful in this episode, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> and we are back for part three, our final installment of the parenting series. Man, this has been fun. This awesome. has been a lot of fun it and really uh, hopefully helpful for people and parenting at any you know, stage of the game. And I would just say at the top here, just to remind people, if you have any issues uh, with parenting at any stage, please don't hesitate to pick up the phone, call or get online and schedule with one of our care coaches, one of our staff. Um, you'd be surprised. So many people just suffer because they think they're alone. Um, mm -hmm. I had a couple who their marriage is in trouble because of the struggle they're having with their old, uh, almost grown and flown teen son. And, you know, what I feel like is they're going to have marriage counseling now rather than counseling for, you know, their son, you know, so just you're not alone. And just once you find that out, you, I think there's just help in that, you know. So what I want to talk about today is that relationship you have with your adult children, right? Toby has said this for years, that life is a series of painful releasings. So I remember I remember Jamie's, the look on her face and the tears in her face <laughs> and on her face when Christian, we saw the back of his little head and his backpack walking into kindergarten. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and when we saw him driving away to the University of Arkansas, yeah. right? Yeah. And when I'm walking my daughter down that aisle, right? Woo! Um, those are all painful releasings. I mean, mm -hmm. shoot, getting seeing your kid drive off after they get that little driver's license and, and that first time in the car on their own. Yeah. Those are all tough, right? Yes. And they're reminders that uh, our kids are not our own, right? They're on loan. Yeah. And we have our job to show them and model and love them and instill and hopefully nurture faith in them yeah. uh, and bring out the goodness in them and all that. But then they're going to be on their own. And the goal is that they aren't uh, giving us one of the digits on their hand when they leave that house, right? And saying, I'm never coming back, right? Yeah. yeah. They yeah, may edit yeah. that part out. I don't know. Yeah. But but no, the goal is that they want to come back, that they, yeah. that they, we have a relationship with them and they don't want to say, yeah, I'm out of here, yeah. right? And never coming back. Yeah. And um, so I've seen the relationships, Spoonie, you have with your kids. And Glenn, I know the relationship you have with your kids. And y'all probably seen the value yeah. that we put and the investment we, we made with our kids and how they all want to be back now, you know, mm -hmm. around those special days, holidays, celebrating Mother's Day, Father's Day, or any special occasions. Mm -hmm. So 
let's talk about that. How you feel like you did that and, you know, what you did right. And there's, there's times where we know we did some things, you know, not so right. And I'm looking at them because I know you haven't experienced that yet, but I'll throw in too any kind of questions or comments you have as we go. Mm. But so Spoonie, What's the most rewarding thing to you about your relationship with your kids now, knowing that they're, um, I mean, mostly, you know, young adults? I think the most thing that I'm benefiting from is our conversations and just watching mm, yeah. them. I mean, you know, the the age and the time that they live in, so much information is uh, made available to them. And to see that the information that my children have gotten through college, through high school through all the technology that's you know that wasn't back in my day or anyone else but just to hear that the love and the values of that they are possessing and holding on to in terms of uh some of the friends they choose some of the areas that uh they say no nah, that's not you know i'm 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 tested a little bit here and mm-hmm. have a little good time here but uh i don't think that's for me it's just like wow I'm glad that you're choosing that because at the end of the day, um, it, me and Jordan was talking the other day and um, he said something so profound. He said, Dad, I just start realizing that, I mean, I realized that the decisions that I make now, uh, I'm going to have to see them in my 30s and 40s in terms of even if I think about mm-hmm. how I uh, made that choice and how will I view that. And so, and the one thing that me and, like Denise and I made a vow to is that we would never uh, not be real with our children. Like, because they see it anyway. Yes. And oh, so thank you. since they see Sooning. everything, Preach it. they see the lies. <laughs> they see when you covering it up. They see when a lot of times, like I think you mentioned in one of the previous podcasts about, you know, Jamie looking at you or you looking and like they see when it's, Oh, oh, dad, kind of hot at mom right now. Yes, <laughs> mom yes. didn't like that. Oh, and, yeah, it's Carson calling oh, no. me out. Dad, yeah, why you right. do that to mom? Shut up, kid. And it doesn't matter how you try to play that off, you know, no. in that moment. Oh, no, no, no. Me and mom, we, you know, we're going to go into the back yeah. and, have, and have our quarrel. Mm. You know, no, mm. no. <laughs> no. No, have it right now yeah. because they see it. They so, see it. Uh, mm. So I think that was the beautiful thing, and that's what we I'm enjoying. Uh even my daughter, oh God, now that's my, that's my, that, that Lexi, and man, go. my Alexa, she knows how to, she can get me, you know, <laughs> Denise yeah. used to say sometimes, she would look up and go, okay, oh, she can say that, but I can't, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, but she, she has my number, mm-hmm. you know, and I know. she just walked in my room even last night, and it's so ironic, you know. Uh, that uh, we were able to have this conversation, and she just said, "I want to talk." And I'm like, "Oh, she's like, calm down." Calm How down. funny! You but braced yourself. I did because yeah. I know that I ra- We tried our best to raise them, just to be open and honest, mm-hmm. you know. And so, just I'm reaping the benefits of that, man. And, and and it's it's a joy, you know, to be able to reap back. Sometimes when they come, my son comes and he goes. Hey, Dad, I was thinking about something. What do you think about this? And man, there's some, there's some knowledge and revelation that make me go, wow. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> I yes. go, How did you get that out of that? <laughs> I, I'm proud, but at the same, t- same time, I'm reaping some of the benefits of 
that profoundness mm-hmm. coming back. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm loving that. My oldest son, so I, I used to do this little when I'm concentrating, you know, I don't know why I do it, but I had this bad habit of just Man, I chew my tongue bad. Like, it's okay. bad. So I can be playing basketball or playing a video game, and my oldest son would just sit back and die laughing at me. So uh, my nickname is Spoonie. So my oldest son, is he loves to just keep me, man. That's my that's All of them are my joy, but he keeps me going. He'll okay. just text me something, <laughs> Ross, that'll just have me laughing. And so... Um, <laughs> I was wondering which one of them kind of picked up that trait because I haven't really seen it. Well, it so happened my daughter (laughs) picked it up. Picked it up. They were all hanging out. And so my oldest said, hey, Alexa, you kind of got that old pop spoon going on over there. (laughs) How funny. (laughs) Pop spoon. Man, it was so funny. But just to hear that interaction, you know, I'm reaping the benefits of and looking forward to um, the other years and and that's ahead of us. But right yeah. now I'm I'm enjoying them, just growing into who they are, and yeah. seeing some of the ben- you know reaping some of the benefits of what we were able to install in them. And the fact okay. that they're still in their twenties yes. and in the thirties yeah. coming to you and they want to talk to you. Yes. Hey, Dad, what do you think about this? And sharing that with you and not someone else. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. So many times, it's so sad. Again, I think it's if you were controlling, if you were my way or the highway, if you didn't encourage them for who they were. Yeah, they see that and they know that, and they're like, "That's no fun. I don't want to be a. It's not. I don't. Want, I don't like you. Right. Right. Yeah. And they feel it's. It's like, yeah, I love you. I'll respect you. You know, but. I don't really like you. And so I think, you know, I said earlier, you need to fight the urge to be the friend, you know, when they're teens, be the parent, not a friend. I think when they're adults, Mm. you need to be their friend, not their parent. I mean, you're a parent for the rest of your life. That's so good. And so I I love it when they seek out wisdom Mm -hmm. from me about buying a house, about raising rue, right? About about relationship with girls and marriage and, and, you know, buying a truck. But if it's, if it's solicited. I try not to give the unsolicited. It's so hard. But guys, I'm telling you, if you can sit on your hands and not offer too much, let them learn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And let them not resent you for for giving your two cents worth, right, when they didn't ask. Yeah. Just wait to be asked. Yes, sir. And that's that's worked out, I think, well for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with your kids, you've got a great, I would say, a great friendship with your kids. I've seen it. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. Like, and it's been fun. Mm -hmm. And I think something that Kirk and I have talked about is, like, we want our ceiling to be their floor. So we want our ceiling to be their floor. And that's what we're we're seeing now is seeing them taking what we've given Mm -hmm. them. And they're just making so many great decisions. And they are stepping into who they are individually. And not to say they're doing it perfect, but imperfectly perfect it's really great to watch them grow and mature and and they get to make those decisions and reap the benefits reap the rewards but consequences too and they can roll with it like they learn just like kirk and i had to learn Mm -hmm. when we were young adults and um it's been really a blessing to see that and what you're talking about is like being able to have that boundary to give them space to be an adult and I'm thinking about what you said earlier Mm -hmm. Nicole like her very young I guess early 20s she's like mom you taught me that Mm -hmm. mom you taught me that 
mom, you taught me that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, she has I that. love that. Mom, yeah. you've already taught me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And giving our kids permission, like, I know they're going to be mad at me. I know they're going to be frustrated. I know there's probably going to be a boundary I'm going to cross. But I've told them, like, I'm giving you permission to come tell me if I have crossed that boundary. I'm yeah. giving you permission right. to tell me if I've overstepped a boundary. Like, I re- I respect you, and I want to know where that boundary is. But mm-hmm. um, we're planning a wedding, and so I'm like, if I step over a boundary in my excitement of the wedding, <laughs> like, just let me know so I can know to back off a little bit. Yeah. And so just be clear with that and trying to keep the lines of communication open regardless, like, they can give me feedback too. Yeah. It's a two-way street, yeah. just like parents give their kids feedback. Good, and telling them when you are learning from them. Yes. Esteeming them. Again, showing yes. we're peers now. Yes. I'm not the parent, you're the child. And don't put them in that role. Again, you'll be a parent for the rest of your lives. They're your children. You Absolutely. love them and you want to protect them, provide, and, and you'll do anything for them. But treat them with that that mutual respect respect. and they see that it's like okay i'm gonna treat you that that way it's interesting when i see parents like you would never treat your friend that way but Mm -hmm. look how all of a sudden you treat your adult child because they're your child you still put them in that role and maybe you're even projecting or or i don't know triggered by some stuff some ptsd they put you through you know or feeling like you're responsible somehow their decision making is a reflection of me reflection like going back to that that shame stuff Mm -hmm. like oh is this a reflection of my parenting or this and it's Mm -hmm. not it's like they're adults Mm -hmm. they get to make this decision Mm -hmm. and It's theirs. Just like when I was their age, it was my decision. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. (laughs) There's a comedian, Brian Regan, and he does a bit about just watching parents who are, again, they're so worried about how everyone is perceiving them when they're in the restaurant and their kids are going nuts. Mm -hmm. So they get all angry. (laughs) We're never taking you out again because they're worried about the reflection on them. Exactly. Your kids are little knuckleheads. They haven't learned. Yes, you want them to be responsible. You want them to be mature and grown up and adult and all that, but they're not, they're kids. And you need to expect that, right? His bit is about when (laughs) that kid's got a balloon and he lets it go, it floats off. He's like, and he starts screaming, crying or something. I think something like that. And the parents like, knock it off. It's just a balloon. And they go, oh, really? How about here? How about if your wallet just suddenly floated up? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, kid, you know, I love that. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, so so with, I, th- I think I said this in so many words, but I want to kind of reiterate the when, the when the kids, if you want that good, good relationship with the adult child, right? Um, many times if they were making bad decisions and you guys did have a hard, hard road and they were rebelling and you were, you know, feeling lack of respect because a lot of times they are very disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the trick is not to become a child yourself when you're being disrespected, not to stoop to that level and lose your mind and be childish. But um, if you love them and continue to love and people say, well, how does that look? Tough love, we say. And I heard somebody say, just mark out the word tough and just just love because the prodigal, they will go, but they always return to where the love is. The prodigal will return to where the love is. So you don't want... Someone else to get the benefit of the reformed prodigal. Wow. And then want to go to that house. Absolutely. Or that parent. Yes, sir. Is right? Or that relationship. You want them to be, to want to come to you. 
Um, and it, so that unsolicited part, I've, I can't even tell you since Rue's been born, you know, Rue's yeah. my baby, wow. <laughs> grandbaby. <laughs> and she's just, oh my gosh, we love that child. Right. But she's not ours. And Chan and Ryan are great, great parents. Right. But there's things, you know, there's things, I mean, again, about parenting, about buying stuff and about life, all that, obviously. And so many parents, I think you want to feel smart or relevant or helpful, all, all that, you know, whatever, driving you, but you're always interjecting and telling them and correcting. And I watch Jamie, of all people on earth, who has just this maternal, mm-hmm. like falling off a log. She can mother and nurture and <laughs> she's just like, I mean, literally, it's easy for her to do it in her sleep. Instead of, and I watch, I watch moms who are telling Chandler how to, how to mother, Mm-hmm. And Jamie doesn't say a word, mm-hmm. but she just grabs Rue, and while she's talking, shows her how she holds her when she's burping her. Oh, there's a new way, and I'm watching Chandler. I'm mm-hmm. watching her just watch Jamie, just <laughs> like modeling. Yeah, she's yeah. like, oh wow, look at that. It looks easy. Jamie makes it look just so easy, but Chandler's learning because Jamie's not shoving it down her throat. Right. She's not telling her, here's what you need to do. She's just watching her. Wow, look at her laugh so much at Mimi. Look yeah. how she burps her. Look how she holds her. Look at yeah. that. You know, with grace. <laughs> yeah. And Jamie never says a word. Right. Right? Yeah. And that's what those kids appreciate. Yeah. They they not you trying to correct them or tell them what they need to do. It's just, mm-hmm. man, let just model it, right? Yeah. And then they'll want to come to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They will, and and it's it's somehow. Uh, my wife asked me one time. She goes, "You're kind of like three or four, maybe five minutes, and and then you you let me have my time with our with our grandson." And I go, "Yeah, because I'm making sure I don't interject when I'm not supposed to." And so I just do that for myself because I want to make sure that I get to enjoy watching my son be a father. Yeah. I don't want to take those moments from him yeah. by accidentally interjecting when and just wait until he asks me, you know. Yeah. And it's it's funny how you say they watch they watch and they because they learning now and they're yes. I want to see what's going on, you know. I want to see what's happening and um, and they're always watching us, you know. They're always watching us. Yeah. They're 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 watching. Me see how I'm going to be when I become fifty. Yeah. <laughs> when they become fifty, you know, yeah. let's see how Dad does. You yeah. know, so right. I yeah. think that's they start the putting the pieces together. They do. You don't have to tell them. You don't. They yeah, know. Absolutely. Wait, wait a minute. You know, Chandler yes. is twenty-seven. At twenty-five, yeah. nineteen, they're all three going. Wait. Yeah. And when they go on their first little ski trip with their kids, they're like. Dad and mom did this with three of us. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a lot of respect now. It, it really and you don't is. have to say a word. You don't. It's like my, <laughs> my oldest son, when we go visit, when we go to California and uh, we'll stay with them, I'll watch him. And I'm, and my wife goes, well, I'm going to go in. What, what are you doing? And so when I finally come to bed, she goes, what were you doing? I said, it's amazing watching him uh, lock up the house and do certain things that <laughs> I did. Yeah, he yes. was watching, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the beauty of it yeah. is just when you do kind of take that little seat back or just you know watch, you'll see what they really learn from. Yeah, you, you know. So so many parents are, are afraid when their kids come to them and with their faith struggle or with mm-hmm. their doubt or with their questions. And you know, we know a lot of these kids go off to college and all of a sudden they take their first philosophy course, you know, they've seen their Netflix documentary and their yep. science and yeah. all of a sudden it's like, 
I don't know if I believe that stuff anymore. And instead of literally going crazy, losing your mind, oh no, my kid's an atheist and he's going to hell. How about saying, you know what? Let's talk. Let's talk, Sonny. And man, those talks, when you said, man, that's a great question. You know, I've wondered that too. Let's talk about that. And some of the best talks I've had with Christian, oh, is about, you know, his his doubts, his questions, Mm -hmm. his beliefs. Mm -hmm. And when you engage long enough, you realize, oh, they believe. And it may (laughs) seem and feel a lot different than the road that you took in your journey, but he's on it. It's like, Sonny, this is the most worthy journey you can ever be on, is the seeking of the truth about Mm -hmm. who you are, where you came from, and who God is in relationship with you. I mean, just keep keep asking, keep searching. You know, it's validating the search. It's not telling them, you got to be here. You got to get to your destination. And here's what you need to think. Here's what you need to believe. Mm -hmm. Just avoid, again, avoiding that temptation, you know, to do that. It's scary. I will, it, it, it is a scary, scary place. But when you, it's honoring them where they are and them feeling like, okay, mom and dad believe in me. They're not writing me off. I've seen that in cards that that have been written over the years. You know, Father's Day, Dad, thank you for never... (sighs) Mm. Yeah. Yeah, man. He said, thank you for never giving up on me. Yeah. You believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man. It means a lot. It does. So Mm. keep believing. Keep loving. Keep telling them you believe in them. Just never write them off. Never. Never write them off. And when you feel like that they have thrown the finger yeah. or stiff-armed you, yeah. just keep loving. The mm-hmm. prodigal will return to where the love is. Yes, sir. Man. I think that's beautiful, mm. man. And and in this moment, man, of, of just feeling this emotion and, and actually the Holy Spirit coming in, you know, he's yeah. always with us. But I'm looking at Ross here mm-hmm. and... I get to see the product of the years that his dad and mom put in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And man, like <laughs> it just really does my heart good. Mm-hmm. Every time I get to talk to you, you're probably like, man, every time I come around, <clears throat> that Spoon Johnson want to talk to me. <laughs> man, I'm totally, totally because you are the product of what your mom and dad put in, man. Yeah. And yeah. I get to see it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you don't mind, I would love to hear like, how does that? How does that feel to you, man, that you actually get to work and do and see what maybe sometimes you thought you may have been putting a sacrifice with you or mm-hmm. or you knew that your mom and dad or your dad was doing something great, but you get to come around here across the and see yeah. the hard work. How does how does that <clears throat> Well, I mean, I think what you said in the last podcast is is just resonates with me, just the you know, trusting of what was put in us, mm. you know, and uh, I see that in my life more so than, and, and it just, it comes up in so many conversations that me and my dad have just how his values um, that I don't even think are, they're, they're hard even to put succinctly into words, how they have just impacted who me and my sister are. And that's mm. the way we live now. And it's not because, you know, it's just, because of who, um, what, what's been modeled for us for sure. Mm. So, uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I, I hear a lot of the things that you guys are saying and see that in my life a lot, whether it's the unsolicited advice or, Mm. um, you know, that, that my dad definitely holds back on being, being an adult now and, and how much, 
uh, like even I'm, I'm thinking about whenever we allow our kids to do things, it shows them that we trust them. Yes. Yeah. Um, and even more so on this side of it, right? That Jamie trusts Chandler to be a mom and mm. how much value that shows Chandler. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so whenever, you know, my dad doesn't give me advice about a situation and it's showing me that he trusts me. I believe you. Yeah, I, believe I believe in you. you. And, yeah. I, and I believe that you have what it takes to make it through this mm -hmm. thing. So I think that's, um, that's really valuable, really important. Uh, and, and just on a general sense, just the struggle that life is and being working at a church and, and having the weight of, of shepherding that, that we have for people mm -hmm. on our shoulders. And that's a, it's a big, it's a big deal. But just like uh, my dad always says that he, uh, like the thing that he prayed for me and Bailey, my sister was that we would, that we would not resent uh, his profession mm -hmm. or, or, mm -hmm. or our family and not resent the church. And, uh, I think more so than more so than that, like what, what we, what I feel like we grew up with and what we have, what we have, what's been instilled in us is just this making room for people, you mm -hmm. know, and, uh, of, of all beliefs of all walks of, and, and trying to, trying to, to, to make people feel welcome and loved no matter what. And, uh, and that's, that's really what's in us, you know, it, that's, that's really what comes out of us. Like no matter where you are in your faith, no matter where you are in your life, no matter what you're doing, like there's always a place for you. There's always hope for you. And that's been dad's message since, you know, going through anxiety, going through what, what you guys went through together, like yeah. it's, uh, walking out of a season at a church where that wasn't the case, that's been mm. his heart. And that's what we've caught. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's so good, good man. man. That's awesome. One, one final note to, to parents listening, uh, just as a general, I mean, it's something I had to learn, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like you, you, you kind of notice it, that your kids are all uniquely different. Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, that's kind of a surprise at first. You think we're, yeah. again, we're, it's mom and dad, we're having the kid and we're going to have number two, number three, whatever. And that there'll be a certain way because mom and dad have parented the same way, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they're uniquely different. And so you need to be flexible and fluid in your parental style, in your discipline. Like what Chandler needed is not what Christian needed. Absolutely. And it's yeah. not what Carson needed. And so, well, wait, Dad, he didn't. That's not what he needs. That's right. That's what you need. <laughs> that's not fair. Fair left town last week, baby. <laughs> but but don't yes. be, you know, dare to discipline and Absolutely. dare to discipline differently, Absolutely. right? Don't think you're going to overlay this parenting yeah. template over and it's going to it's going to work. It's going to be effective. Mm -hmm. And so it takes time it and it takes getting in. You don't have to become a parenting expert. You have to be an expert on Carson. There it is. That's and an expert on Christian and Chandler. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, guys, I've loved this. You know, there's more, right? And if you oh, if you're listening and you need more, just pick up the phone or get online and, and uh, schedule with us. We'd love to ch chat with you. Mm -hmm. So, thank you, guys. Yep. Uh, bless you all as mothers and fathers. And um, yeah, you do well. You do very, very well. And I'm proud of y'all. And um, right. your kids thank are you, blessed. Bro. You're leaving a great legacy. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. We'll love talk you, soon. Love you. Right. See you. 
So I hope you've enjoyed our conversations. Remember to like, share, follow, subscribe, and all that good stuff. And if you ever wanna to talk to someone in the healing place, we're here for you. Please pick up the phone and call, email, or find us on crosstimberschurch.org, The Healing Place, or find us on our Facebook page, The Healing Place Group.